Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Tossing Crowns or Cornhole. You decide. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode one of six. Tossing crowns would be the name of the game. In my Christian lifelong ministry spanning over, well, since 1996, I have heard, seen, watched, argued, and have been utterly amazed, and I mean three milk cows utterly amazed, at the different levels of tasks being completed between those who are touting God as their God and Jesus as their Savior and those who are actually in. By in, I mean the seed of God, and that they have a genuine fear of God, and by all means, allow Him to work in them, on them, and through them. You see, we have more people interested in proving that they got religion than those who are actually doing it. We have a lot of know-it-alls who spend all their time correcting other misled believers who are too busy to care what they think. Yes, we don't care. But as a teacher, I should bring up this topic. At least you show up to heaven unsaved, unredeemed, unconverted, uninformed, and ultimately undone. And for what? Authentic Christianity is an inside job. And if you allow it to do its thing, it is witnessed by the outward manifestation of your behaviors, actions, deeds, words coming out your mouth. The First Corinthians chapter 13 living, love and at large. If I haven't scared you yet, you may not be listening. You see, being born again does not immediately square us up with God. You do actually have to do something. So when you attend a church in order to grow and to be equipped for the work of ministry and to become a disciple that remains, especially when all hell breaks loose, then you are hedging your future encounter with Jesus and preventing him from looking at you, only to release a tear that runs down his cheek in slow motion, of course. And then you hear the words of all hated words. And that is, as he looks away, he says, away from me. I don't know you. It takes one to know one. Do you remember that saying in school back in the 70s? Yes, that is my school time frame. The fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Sound familiar? How about the following quote from Matthew 17, 15, 21? Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. So you should know this isn't just talking about false prophets. That is the part about knowing them by their fruit, by what they produce in their life. It's a way that all of us can and will be measured. 1 Corinthians 3, 15 For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work, of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Still want to rush out the church doors on any given Sunday and head off to lunch while the others clean up the Sunday church mess? 
Are you storing up kindling for the greatest day of your life? Matthew 25, 14, 30. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two, gained two more also. But he who had received one, went and dug in the ground, and hid his Lord's money. After a long time the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you rule over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the banks, and in my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's important to get out of this scripture all of that stuff but one thing for sure. What you do here on earth with the talents that God has given you is extremely important. Being nice to somebody every now and again is not the same thing as actually working in Christ, doing God's will, planning the kingdom of God on earth. Christianity, the way most of us see it, is actually not the Christianity that's described in the Bible. In the book of Acts, these people were turning the world upside down. They were operating supernaturally. They were handling the business of God. Are you handling the business of God? Just ask yourself. You got to know. It's important. You got to know now while you're here on earth. When you get to heaven, it will be too late. You won't have a single excuse as to why you didn't do the things God called you to do when you get to heaven. Nobody will have an excuse. You are a born-again believer. You have been equipped to do some incredible things. God gave you the gifts and the talents to do it. He gave you purpose. You have an assignment as a soldier of God. You're in a battle. You have been called according to his purposes to do it. Remember, you're a new creation. You're not the old person that you were. The things you can do now as a believer don't even compare to what you used to do in the flesh. So there's different levels of calling and being given the talents to carry it out. You see that with the different talents that each was given. Where we can fall short sometimes is when we look at the person who has five talents and say, hey, how come I don't have five talents? I only have three, or I only have two. Hey, I only got one. The level of your talents is given to you based on your ability to handle it. That's what the story is telling you. And God will give you more as you can handle more. And if you have just one talent, deposit it in the bank or double it. 
The choice is yours. More on this later. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 12, 18-25. But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nope. Much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor, and our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. This is another good measure in your church. Do you have the same care for one another? Or do you swoon over the pastor or over another leader or a teacher or someone who has a greater position than you? Do you esteem them higher than the person cleaning the toilets? According to this, the guy that's cleaning the toilets is necessary and should also be treated the same. So let's look at James 2.20. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Okay, so we know that Jesus is the example of examples on how to live life kingdom style. Look at what he tells us before he ascends to home. John 14:12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. I'm not going to try to earn my salvation. Shout it all you want. No worky, no eaty, no tossing crowns. John 4, 5, 6. 32, 34. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Verse 34, Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Whose work is Jesus finishing? Whose will is he following? And who commissioned him and sent him into the lost people fields of this earth? Those are great questions. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.